In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! Hey, welcome in on today's show, Perspective in the Face of Uncertainty. The headlines can certainly create fear, and fear can delay your dreams. Today, encouragement to make the right decisions in the face of turmoil. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And welcome in. We are so glad to have you along, live streaming on Facebook Live and on YouTube. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. My name is Scott Inman, John Shrewsbury, and Janet Walker with me once again. How are we doing today? Well, we're doing all right. Yes? Yeah. We got back to work this week, and, yeah. and uh, you know we're beginning to see a few clients in the office, and things are beginning to feel slightly mm-hmm. more normal. Yes, I want to be sure that I say slightly, just in case the governor is listening and he doesn't think we've just you know thrown caution to the wind. That's right. We haven't done that. We're following all the rules. I I am. I'm very. I have to say that I'm very impressed with how the state of Arkansas as a whole has handled this crisis. We haven't been. uh, It's been a Goldilocks response. It hadn't been too hot. Hadn't been too cold. It's been about right. Mm -hmm. I I feel like, and and we're trying to ease back into it. I think that's the right way to do it. We are still functioning. We never really totally shut down and, and allowed I think what he's starting to talk about now is it's going to be a quicker lift for the yeah. state than it is yes. in some other states when we do come totally out of this I got my uh, haircut today taking advantage of the salons being back open and boy did I need it uh, I'm getting mine tonight as a matter of fact and and so uh, if anybody gets in my way between here and the barbershop it's gonna be bad is this your first one since the yes. crisis yeah began? I, really? I happened okay. to get one right before the all the shutdown started okay. and everything and so I think you did a little bit of trimming I Just did not, do, not a true yeah, cut I, but, I did yeah. do a little bit of cleanup here and there that was real dangerous <laughs> <laughs> yeah so one of those do-it-yourself haircuts you did it i did it really i did well actually let me be very clear i did the parts that i could see and then i had my daughter do the back which was quite unnerving but But she did great i didn't i didn't let her have anything that was real dangerous to do it with it was she was going to have to really work hard at at drawing blood or anything so it wasn't going to happen so Hey, we want you to join in today on Facebook Live. You can uh, put a question in the comments. We'd be glad to talk about that. What's on your mind today? We know that uh, we feel a little chipper here today. We feel pretty excited about the hope that's out there for returning to a new normal. But we also know there are plenty of us still pretty scared, uh, still pretty fearful about what's going on and what could be. And in the times of uncertainty, it's always good to offer a little perspective. You know, in the midst of all of this coronavirus talk, Maybe you saw on your Facebook feed uh, the stories that started to emerge uh, probably a week or so ago about the murder hornet. You, you remember seeing that? Did you? Guys, I, I love the way you even said that. You the got a murder, lower, the murder broadcaster. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what it came with, right? When yeah. you hear the word murder hornet, and everybody started freaking out about that. I got to tell you, I heard this first from my son. He's seventeen. And and seventeen-year-olds thinks murder hornet things are cool. You know, well, like, I mean, hey, cool. Look you know, at the murder we were, hornet. We were sitting around and just kind of joking about some stuff. And he goes, "I mean, you know, if coronavirus doesn't kill you, the murder hornets are going to get you." Yeah, and he was saying it flippantly. Right, yeah. It was it was definitely in jest. But I was like, "Okay, yeah, right." And he goes, "No." mom really like that's a thing if you not heard about it yet yeah. you know yeah. and he started to tell me the story and and you know the 17 year old can intentionally portray things to be slightly exaggerated yes. you know and, th- and that was the point in the conversation he was just kind of having fun with it but i really feel like that's that's the way it's been conveyed you know we're all going to die from this and they're not nationwide. They're in like Washington, very far it. away from Arkansas. Yeah. but that's yeah. obviously most of our <laughs> friends on a Facebook feed are from Arkansas, and they were posting this thing, and it was catching on like wildfire. Yeah, yeah I had people looking for them in yeah. Arkansas. I, I was trying to find that in a murder hornet. What What are you going to do when you get it? You know, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't want to find it. I don't want to find it, especially if it's called murder hornet. You know, well, the, it's but who's calling it a murder hornet? I mean, well, that's the thing. I, yeah. It, it, so the, the, the a little perspective on it. Okay, I did a little research on it, and again, I, you do. Find 
find when you start researching that it depends on where you land yeah. and who you choose to believe. You right? are really bored in this pandemic when you're researching <laughs> the murder hornet. It's show Just prep, for the John. show. It's show yeah. prep. I Just got you. Show okay. prep. So they are rarely fatal. In, in, in fact, they're actually called the Japanese or Asian giant hornet, and they're found mostly in Japan. And actually in Japan, oddly enough, they're seen by many folks as beneficial to the environment. They are rarely fatal. They, If they sting you, it will hurt badly, right? Yeah. And it is on par, this article said, with a typical bee sting, that if you are allergic to wasp or bee stings, then yeah, you could possibly end up hospitalized. You could possibly die for it, but from it, but not any more lethal than a common bee or a wasp sting. So murder hornet, again, brings some fearful connotations with it, and then it takes off and takes a life of its own and creates fear. And and our our jumping off point today on the Get Ready for the Future show is having that perspective in the face of uncertainty. Fear is a response to believing the worst, I think, sometimes. Sure. Yeah. And as you're you commonly say, John, on here, things are rarely as good or as bad as they seem. Yeah, and I, th- I think that that is a good uh, jumping off point for us to talk about. Look, I, if we get invaded by the murder hornet, understand that Japan isn't locked down because of the murder hornet. That is, and understand human nature here. And as we get into talking about finances, we're going to be talking about human nature and our natural uh, bent to fear things. As a matter of fact, you know, we've been talking about the fact that there's a lot of air under this market after the, the downturn that we had in March. And now the the run-up that we've had in April and May, well, as we record this today on Wednesday, the market is now down 2.05% as we speak. And, you know, I think that that may be beginning to be the the fruition of this correction that we have been talking about uh, for a while now. But it is not something to fear. It is something to understand and understand what your reaction should be. Yeah, you're right. I want to circle back for just a moment to the murder hornet, because we have said so many times about pick your topic. It doesn't matter that education is the antidote to fear. Do you guys know why it's called the murder hornet? It's not because of the impact on human life. It is because they decapitate bees yeah. to feed the to feed the body to their their young. Right. Okay, now that still sounds horrible, but they're decapitating bees, not killing humans. Mm-hmm. That's where it gets its its name. But when you hear murder hornet invasion, you you get afraid. Well, educate yourself. Figure out this is not as big of a deal as you thought, and move on with life. The same is true on the financial side. What scares you financially? Does it scare you that your spouse maybe doesn't have a job right now or you don't have a job right now? Does it scare you that you don't know if you're on track for retirement? Education is the antidote for fear. What's the plan? Yeah, you've got to have a plan. And I think those folks that have a plan, those folks that we work with who have a plan that we worked with way before there was even uh, you know any awareness of coronavirus they had a plan and now all we have to do is to remind them of that plan and they go oh okay i got it i'm not going to be fearful anymore it's when you don't have a plan and you wonder what the heck's about to happen yeah and somebody says wait what's your plan you go i don't know what my plan is Mm -hmm. if you don't know what the plan is that is the the genesis of fear because you don't know what your next move is scott and and i i know what my next move is on this murder hornet thing i'm going to see if i can create the murder hornet king Netflix show. <laughs> the Murder Hornet King. Yes. You did not just go there. Well, you know, <laughs> so, it worked for somebody. That thing has made jillions of dollars, and we wasted all that time sitting around watching seven episodes. I got drug into it. By we, it. you mean you, because I didn't watch it. Well, I got drug into it by a family member who okay. will remain anonymous at this particular point in time, but but I got drug into it, and obviously it's been a big hit, and, and a lot of people made a lot of money off of his misfortune of these people that yeah. messed with tigers and so i guess murder hornet king will be next you've sidetracked me into thinking about what the plot would be murder <laughs> hornet just let's king. i don't know we got money stuff to talk about yeah let's, fortunately let's it's time on. for a break so yeah. i'm gonna just let's put that on. to bed start focusing on the show right after this the get ready for the future show continues after this if you want the answer ask the question 
Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question, and we'll answer it on the air. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Scott Inman. At Genwell Financial Advisors, we understand that there should be more to retirement than just the size of your nest egg. Whether it's more time for family, a fresh start, or just stopping and enjoying life, whatever it is for you, we know that your retirement should be more. With offices across Central Arkansas, there is a GenWealth location nearby. Call 501-653-7355 or visit us online to schedule an appointment and harness the power of more. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member Fender SIPC. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. Scott Inman, John Shrewsbury, glad to have you along for the fastest four minutes in investing. And today, John, we're going to kind of focus on this concept uh, that we're seeing in various places, including where we get our guidance from LPL Research, that potentially the market at its current levels are overbought. And what does that mean? It just means maybe they're a little higher than they should be. When you take a look at the March 23 low that we basically, that is the bottom of our current bear market. We've rallied some 31% as of the end of April off of that low. So things are, are looking a lot better on account balances and on, on our client statements. But as you've often said, things are really never as good or as bad as they seem. And right now they seem like they may be too good to be true. Well, I think that there's a disconnect. I think people clearly see all of the economic numbers that are coming out and going, man, unemployment, GDP, all these things are negative, bad, bad, bad. But the market just keeps going up, up, up. And nothing thrills my soul other than to see, you know, a two percentage point gain in a day or a three percentage point gain in a day. Uh, Certainly, I love that. But you've got to understand that there's got to be a reckoning between the economy and the markets. The markets are not the economy, but they do kind of echo each other to Mm -hmm. some degree. Mm -hmm. And so right now, we believe for all those reasons, plus the fact that we are moving into what is historically the worst six months of the year. As you know, uh, there's this whole deal of selling May and go away. And there's always the looming, uh, you know, a sphere of September coming down. And September is traditionally a very volatile month in the in the market. And so we think that that stocks could be taking a well-deserved break in the not too distant future. Yeah, you also have the presidential election following that oh, yeah, in November. That, so we, I, the volatility is going to be there and possibly even a, a severe correction. Now, I, I, the guidance we're receiving does not suggest we'll test those March 23 lows again, but a 10% drop from where we are. And as we record this, by the way, we are down about two. Yep. So we may be seeing the beginnings of that. But a 10% correction between now and the end of summer is certainly not out of the question. Scott, I think it would be good just to quote uh, some uh, of the dispatches that we get from LPL Research. Let me just do, do that real quickly here. Given the current technical warnings and seasonal headwinds, equity weakness may make sense now, but the possibility of a full retail of the March 23 lows may be quite low. Translation, it's going to get rocky, it's going to get volatile, it's going to go down, but probably not down as far as it did at the end of March. Based on LPL Research's analysis of valuation, technical, and sentiment factors, we anticipate a potential pullback in stocks, possibly around 10%, may create a more attractive entry point for more tactical investors. Now, translation is you might have a buying opportunity come uh, a month or so down the road when that 10% correction actually does go from a maybe a prognostication to reality. Mm -hmm. That could be a place for you to get in if you've been looking to pick a spot to get in. We don't think you ought to be timing the market, clearly, but that could happen. For long-term investors, it just means, Scott, that you need to cinch up that seatbelt just a little bit, stick to the plan, stay focused on the plan, go through and recheck your plan, make sure that it's ready to go, and be in a position where you can take advantage of it if you have cash on the sidelines, but hang on because LPL Research believes before the end of the year, yeah. the market will be higher. That's how I was going to close is even uh, long term is really not all that long term. They think right. we we'll get out of this before too long. It's just the next few months could be bumpy. In fact, the uh, year end fair value target range they are still putting on the S&P is the same 3150 to around 3200, which would be about a an 8% bump from where we are now. That's it for the fastest four minutes in investing. 
Thank you for watching on social media and listening. The Get Ready for the Future show continues next. Education-driven, strategy-based, team-delivered. That's how we roll on the Get Ready for the Future show. And we'll be right back. From the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios, we're back with more of the Get Ready for the Future show. Quick reminders, we jump back in that we are waiving our financial planning fees through June 30th at Gen Wealth. We recognize that folks are tightening their financial belts during this time of uncertainty. Maybe there is some job loss or some income change, and we don't want a financial planning fee to get in the way of anyone making decisions. As we've already started talking about in today's show, we don't want people to be fearful. We don't want people to be paralyzed from making decisions about their retirement and finding out if they're still on track for the retirement they want. So we are waiving our fees through June 30th. It's an excellent time to find out if you're on track for retirement. You can call 501-653-7355 to set an appointment. 501-653-7355. Talking about perspective in the face of uncertainty today. I keep stepping on the cord on my uh, headphones and pulling my ear down there. I'm going to have to stop doing that. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> live so, disaster right here on TV. That's what live <laughs> means, right? You just never know where, where we're going to go. We're going to talk about painting your perfect retirement picture. So the setup for some of the things we're going to be talking about today, uh, one of one of the segments we're going to talk about a Forbes article that the, the headline was, No, Your Retirement Savings Have Not Been Decimated. That's another message we talked about the murder hornet. We talked about all these fear headlines that are out there. We're seeing that too, taking market loss, because that's what it's really referring to is your account values and your retirement plans. Yes, they may be lower today than they were before this crisis began. No question about it. But have your retirement savings really been decimated? And we're going to get into that later. But one quote I wanted to take from that article that I thought really stood out. It's very, very simple but it meant a lot to me, is it says that you still have to make savings and investment decisions. We still have to do that. We yeah. can't stop doing that just because maybe your world has shut down. And and really, if you haven't ever taken the time to paint a retirement picture for yourself, that's the starting point here. It, it, it's probably harder to continue to make decisions if you haven't ever really painted a picture or made a plan. Janet, I, I think about when people get frozen with fear, uh, I think about it being a, a bunker mentality. Yeah. You know, you, you get in a bunker. What is a bunker? A bunker is basically a hole. And you get in a hole when you're ready to be buried. And, and that's what happened to people in 2008 when they went into the bunker and just were frozen with fear and didn't do anything sometimes for years yeah and and they, they just were petrified and wouldn't even talk about planning because they didn't feel like they knew what to do you know even when you get out of that bunker mentality when people are not operating in fear even on dare I say a, a normal day I don't know what those look like anymore but you know even on a normal day we put things off mm-hmm. we set them aside until we get around to it I know you guys heard that phrase growing up I know I, I did all the time that I'll do such and such, whatever it is, whenever I get around to it. Well, you actually have here visible for you if you're watching us on Facebook Live. Here's your round to it for planning for retirement. When I was I was growing up, somebody at some point gave me one of these for church. It on the back of it it said, "I'll go to church when I get around to it." Well, mm-hmm. here's your round to it. Go ahead and go to church. That was the point. But this it's just a little silly little visual. But I want you to think about how many things have you said? I'll do that when I get around to it. We'll look at when we can get pay the house off when we get around to it. We'll look at how we plan for college when we get around to it. We'll look at how to deal with retirement when we get around to it. When do you ever get around to it? When does that ever really actually happen? What's the plan for you to make that your reality? Because at some point, you have to paint the picture for your retirement. You have to determine what do you want it to look like. And if you don't get around to it, if you don't get around to painting that picture, it's not going to be the picture that you want. This whole thing of round to it almost implicates, uh, implies rather that, that there's a right time, that there's a right time for me to think about retirement, or there's a right time for me to do a financial plan, or there's a right time for me to invest. No, there's not a right time. Time is not going to be favorable or unfavorable necessarily. Now, there could be 
timing in terms of, you know, if you catch the market at the bottom, but that's not what, that's not a good plan because the timing of the market doesn't happen on a regular basis. There's nobody that really does know how to time the market. And if they're telling you they know how to time the market, I will just tell you flat out, they're lying to you. Mm. They have no idea when the market is going to do what? Yeah. I said earlier that it looks like maybe we're going into this downturn that, that we've been talking about because the market has gotten so high when the economy is so low. Uh, and yes, anybody with, you know, that's blind in one eye and can't see out of the other could, could you know, <laughs> figure that out, that, that there's a disconnect here. And at some point in time, that's got to correct itself. But as far as the right time to do that, I can't tell you and no one else can. I think that's critical in this whole decision-making process of when am I going to paint that picture, Scott? When am I going to paint that perfect retirement picture for myself? Mm-hmm. When I'm going to? When am I going to really begin to visualize what retirement is going to look like? Well, you've got to have a plan to make that happen. Yeah, we've talked already in the show about how we maybe get paralyzed with fear, but when it comes to planning, I think people are really willing to plan things that are happy. You know, we yeah. we yeah. plan our vacations, we plan parties, we plan graduations, we plan things we are excited about, looking for forward to events in the future. So why would, should retirement be any different? What's the plan there? We even plan trips to the grocery store. And I don't think everybody's excited about doing that, but we usually take a list with us. But yet retirement planning gets thrown into the back pile. So painting the retirement picture, you're hearing, hearing us say that term, I think that's the starting point. You know, Start to dream a little, make this a happy picture. And I think some people really, from when it comes to retirement, Guys, they don't really think it's going to be happy. Yeah. Well, and and I think that that some people are going to be surprised by that, whether, uh, you know, it's they're going to be happy and they didn't think they were or they thought they were going to be happy and they're not. Uh, And a lot of it is is based in whether you are prepared or not. And I think that you've got to make this link. There's got to be this connection, if you will, between the goals and the dreams and the things that you enjoy doing and getting all the stuff done to make that happen. I don't like travel, but I love going places. Hmm. And I know that doesn't really, you know, ring true. I absolutely truth. understand what I, you're saying. I understand what yeah. you yes. mean. Yeah. I, I don't like the process of yes. getting there. I don't like driving out to the airport and getting on the plane and flying and sitting. You know, the on commute the, of a yes. vacation. I don't yeah. like that part of it. But man, when I get there, I love it. You know, yeah. it's like sweet. We're, you know, where it's warm and, you know, beaches and stuff like that. That's my, that's my deal. I love that. But I don't necessarily like the preparation, but I can't get one. One without, without the other, the other. Right. there's as far as I know, there is no Star Trek transporter that I can just step onto a platform and go beam me up and and boom I'm there. Until we get there, preparation is the key for you to be able to paint that clear retirement picture for yourself. You know, I think a lot of people have probably been able to get a little bit of a picture of what some of retirement will look like in this time when you've been working from home. Uh, if you've been at home and your spouse has been at home, then you're likely having lunch together when maybe you didn't in the past because you worked at different locations. The question is, did you like it? Did you hate it? You know, how do you feel about that? Like I called, I called one couple, uh, they're long-term clients of ours and they're, they both work for the same company, but they work in different buildings. So they feel like they work at a different place. And I called and he joked about, well, hang on, she's here, but I got to go to her office to get her. And I said, what do you mean her office? He said, well, my home office is at one end of the house and her home office is at the other end of the house and we're doing just great. Our marriage (laughs) is wonderful, you know? And so they figured out even under the same roof, how to make this work. And they love each other, but they need their space. Other people love each other and don't need much space. What do you want this to look like? And that's just the part under literally like under your roof in retirement. You're going to spend a lot more time at home. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? Let me let me tell you how you get past this this frozen this fear, and, and so you can get on painting that picture and and be able to do that. I was listening uh, to a podcast actually this morning uh, from uh, they were interviewing John Maxwell, the guy that wrote uh, you know the uh, all the the leadership books that are out yeah. there. There are just you know yeah. thousands of them. It seems like but that he he wrote, and he said you know this whole thing of when you get knocked down you get back up. He said that's wrong. He said, when you get knocked down, stay down for a little bit and ask yourself, what did I learn? Well, 
we provided some information about what you should learn from this pandemic, this COVID-19 thing in that webinar that we did a couple of weeks ago with Burt White. We had the chief investment officer of LPL Financial, which is the largest independent broker dealer in America. Uh, this guy has got 30 years of experience of leading advisors on investments. And he was on our show. And you can actually watch that replay, Scott, if you go to our uh, website at getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash the number four questions. Watch that. It is four questions that you need to be asking yourself in light of the pandemic. What do I need to do? And once you get some clarity on what the situation is, I think then you can move forward and really paint a really good picture of what retirement can look like. So think about your, your feelings right now, whether you're fearful or not. But when you think about painting a picture, what do you think about? You know, I, I, I don't particularly care to paint that much. But if you think about the process, don't think about what the picture looks like. But think about how you would feel, if you do enjoy painting, how you would feel during the process of painting your retirement picture. You know, we were planning for our content today, uh, last week, and we were talking about Bob Ross. Anybody remember him? I know there's one person at our table that didn't even know who he no was. Who that is. But I did. Janet <laughs> I did. did. Yeah. So that leaves somebody. Leave, leave me uncultured. Okay. Yes. That's exactly it. You remember Bob Ross? You know, he was the guy on PBS for years and years that had a painting show, right? And he was always so sublime. He was tranquil. so calm and yes. tranquil and peaceful when he was doing this. You know, one time a a, a fan wrote him a letter and, and said that everything in your world seems happy. And Bob's reply was, that's for sure. That's why I paint. It's because I can create the kind of world that I want, and I can make this world as happy as I want it. Shoot, if you want bad stuff, watch the news. How appropriate that could be <laughs> yeah. during this time of crisis and this time of fear. Now, we don't want to be delusional here. You still have to be realistic, right? right. I mean, there's, you want to be aware of what's going on in the world. But the reality is going through the process of dreaming a little about your retirement, coming in, developing a plan to see where you are in relation to your retirement dream can be very therapeutic. Yeah, I think you can really uh, almost treat yourself to a feel good by coming in and sitting down and and saying uh, and, and maybe you want to do it by video if you if you're still mm -hmm. kind of freaked about the the social distancing thing you don't want to come into the office we can still do it by video but go through the process of creating what that financial future looks like for yourself. It is absolutely I I, I think a, a very uplifting thing for you to do. You can do that. And if you are 55 and older, I forget I forgot to mention that at the first of this segment. If you are 55 and older, those financial planning fees have been waived through June 30th. You can call 501-653-7355 to make an appointment right now. We're halfway home on the Get Ready for the Future show. Back in a moment. Are you following us on social media? Search for Gen Wealth on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA so you don't miss out on behind the scenes photos, money tips, and informational videos. The Get Ready for the Future show will be back after this. Want more straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Education-driven, strategy-based, team-delivered at Genwell Financial Advisors. We welcome you back into the Get Ready for the Future show, talking today about painting your retirement picture and really even a clearer perspective in times of uncertainty like we are in now. We, we talked in the first segment about the the murder hornet and, of course, the coronavirus still dominating the headlines and, and not to make light of the seriousness of the coronavirus, but certainly it can put you in an overwhelming uh, despair or it can really create fear and begin to make you think things that maybe with a little perspective might help you think differently. There's a Forbes article that is out by contributor Steve Vernon. It came out last week and it's titled, Know Your Retirement Savings Have Not Been Decimated. And that's in contrary to a lot of what we're hearing messaging going on right now, whether it's in the financial press or just in general, maybe even in your own mind, because you've looked at your account statements, right? Clearly, the accounts are lower than they were earlier in the year before this pandemic began. But let's get a little context. Let's get a little perspective. As of April 30th, 
the S&P 500 had dropped 9.2% year to date, right? So yep. that, that's what people are focused on, right. is the the first quarter statements, right? Right. But if you go back to 2019, the S&P 500 gained 31.5%. Now think about that. As a result, you've been, this is from the article, you've been significantly invested, if you've been, significantly invested in stocks since the beginning of 2019. And that's not long term. That was a little over a year ago. It's likely that your stock investments are still ahead compared to bonds or other safer investments, or at least flat. You may not even be negative if you take a look at that. Now, we're down today. But when you think about it, it goes back to recency bias. We have a tendency to look in the rearview mirror at shorter time increments and compare that to how we felt when markets were at all-time highs. But And the article goes on to talk about you take even farther steps back, 10, 15 years, look where you are now, and it's still a lot better than where you were. Yeah, I, I think when people think about whether they have lost money, which we're always averse to that phrase because yes. you haven't really lost it if you haven't sold those shares of, of whatever the holding is. But when you think about whether you've lost money, it's relative to what? Relative to what you put in there, have you thought about your company's match? Because you're probably still ahead. If they've got a dollar-for-dollar match, then you haven't gone down 50%. There's no way. So you're still ahead on that. And then, as you mentioned, Scott, relative to where you were you know, in January of last year, yeah, it may be down in a given month or in a given quarter. But again, overall... Is it working for you overall? Are you moving forward in your retirement over a bigger picture and a bigger time period? Because I'll tell you, your retirement is not at all about a quarterly statement. Your retirement is certainly not about a monthly statement. You have to look at a larger period of time. I think people oftentimes are emotionally wired to go, if they had that 31% gain, they go, okay, that's good. But if they have that nine percent loss, they go, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, you know, they they feel the loss yep. much more than they are lifted by the gain, mm-hmm. and that's just a quirk of human nature. Mm-hmm. And again, that's what's standing between you and that perfect retirement picture is not so much what's happening to you, but what how you react to it. Mm-hmm. I said early on in this in this pandemic, Scott, on this show, I am more fearful of what we're going to do to ourselves than what this virus is going to do to us as a nation. Mm-hmm. And I think as time has uh, allowed things to play out on the on the national stage, everybody can look at it and go, yep, what we're doing to ourselves is, yeah. is beginning to hurt us more than what has happened to us as a nation as far as the virus itself is concerned. The number of stories that we have heard, whether people who've considered it com- who are coming in to see us or they've told us about friends of theirs or family members of theirs who have sold everything yeah. or sold a significant portion uh, of their retirement assets or their entire retirement investments uh, during this pandemic. And I've even heard stories of people cashing out their 401ks to pay off debt because the market's going down and I want to get every piece of it that I can while it's going down. Those are absolutely the wrong decisions driven by the wrong motives during this time. As we like to say, the the uh, fear can make you do the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong reason. And I, I'm not you know, coming down on anybody out there that maybe reacted that way, but learn from being knocked down, just like John Maxwell was talking about, you know, learn something and then get back up and go forward. As we've said for so many years now, it is not about timing the market. It is about time in the market. And if you will give it time, and and frankly, I say this at a time when when we feel like, you know, the market is going to give us another downturn, and we know that that's coming, and it's still in anticipation of that. We still say it is about time in the market. You just have to be in the market for a long period of time to be prepared for retirement. But I'll also say there's so much more to it than that. When we go to, you know, what's the plan for your investments? And as you're preparing for retirement, you have to think about what dollars are for what period of time. And there are some of those dollars that even if you retired today, you're not going to need those for quite a few years, for 15 or 20 years in retirement. I think so many people think of retirement 
achievement as a stop sign. Like I'm going to arrive at this destination and I need mm-hmm. to have all of my yeah. money ready when I get to this point. It doesn't work that way. There's a significant portion of your money that you're not going to need for, you know, 15, 20, 25 years into retirement. You can invest those dollars differently than you can your dollars that you're going to need earlier in retirement. Give it time. Let it ride what the, I say the market generically, but what your investments are giving you. Let it ride through that and do its thing because you do have time. Years ago, I had the chance to interview Jake Beckett. You remember Jake Beckett, defensive lineman yep. for the Razorbacks Razorback. a yeah. few years ago during the, the time was when we were doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> and and he was talking about his plan was to go on to uh, the NFL and mm-hmm. then someday become a lawyer. And he was talking about uh, something his dad had told him during tumultuous times when things didn't look like they were on track. It might have been, I don't recall exactly, it might have been before he got a college scholarship offer or maybe he didn't get the, the, the draft interest or the NFL interest that he was wanting. Things were looking like they weren't going to happen according to plan. And his dad, he said, told him, work the plan. Yeah. Work the plan. Yep. Continue to work the plan. In other words, grind it out. Continue yep. to stick to it and see what happens. And look what happened. He got drafted. He had an NFL career. Now I believe he is a lawyer. Yeah. So it, 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 I thought of that when you're talking about the plan. If you don't have a plan, you can't work it. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. pretty yeah, simple that's right true. there. It is those that, that change the plan when something comes up. You had a plan for a purpose. Yeah. And it was because something's going to come up. And you don't just throw caution to the wind and go, okay, throw that plan out. Let's get a different plan. That's not how this works. That's what I think that Wall Street would like for you to do, because maybe there are still some folks out there that, that benefit from buying and selling and, and by you know trading this and doing that and all of that. That's really not planning. That is transactional-based investing. But if planning is what you really want and need, and it is, then you need to create that plan and you need to stick to that plan in the face of whatever may be going on. Now, we're not just talking, you know, about this as if to say this is what you need to do in this situation. Janet, we've been uh, all about the sticking to the plan yeah. through all kinds of issues, I, all kinds of problems that have come through uh, in the course of both of our careers. I was talking with another advisor this morning and we were talking about the importance of the plan and how, you know, when we came into this, I'll just call it this coronavirus time period here in 2020, that that was just the most recent label. But pick your label, whether it's 2008, whether, you know, it was all the craziness that happened in 2000, 2001, and 2002, because those were the, the three worst years our country had seen since the Great Depression. And, and even each one of those individual years had their different label as far as why those things were happening. The point is downturns like this are not the anomaly. They are the norm. We just don't know exactly when they're going to happen, and we don't know exactly what the label is going to be. But if the plan is prepared for those times, where the, for those downturns, because we know that they're going to happen, then just stick to the plan. Just work the plan. That's all you have to do. Scott, I think about uh, some clients that I visited with the other day, and their their portfolio had been impacted by, obviously, the downturn, and they were actually looking at their March statements. And so that was basically about the time the market kind of bottomed out. Yeah. And, and so they were looking at the March statements, and they weren't thinking about the money that they had taken out to live on and everything, and they quoted some number that they were down. And I said, well, okay. Uh, but you're looking based on where, you know, you're comparing it to that January one number that's on your statement versus March 31. And I said, you were looking at it when the market was at a high and now you're looking at it when the market is at a low and now it's come back up. And I said, but by the way, you know, when this was at a high, that high did not affect your income, not one dime. It didn't make your life better or worse. And today, this low that you're looking at is not going to make your income any better or any worse. Your income is going to be the same. And it is a temporary thing as evidenced by where we are today in the market because the market's run up so much from the bottom there. And so again, it goes back to your point of perspective and the fact that no, your portfolio hasn't been devastated. Your portfolio has been impacted by this, but only in really minor ways 
comparatively to where you began if you've been a long-term investor. What I'm hearing there is your plan, your retirement income plan, should expect ups and downs in the market, not in your income. Your your income should be consistent, but the plan should expect market fluctuations. You know, you think about going back to that retirement picture and painting your picture like Bob Ross from PBS. I also think about the fact that we use the word retirement sometimes synonymously with financial independence. Yes. They really are distinctly different if you yeah. think about it. A lot of people are going to retire, but not everybody's going to become financially independent. That's right. Now think about that from a dreaming standpoint. That's the that's the number one thing we're really trying to achieve. You know, I, I wonder, uh, this has never hit me before, but just as you said that, I think about people who as retired adults, they are living with their adult children, And we know that's not the path that they wanted. They're not doing that for health reasons. They're doing it for monetary reasons. And that's, I mean, I can understand why they didn't want to deal with thinking about retirement. Because they already knew at some point in the game, you get to the point where you go, there's no way I can beat this. There's no way I can be prepared. What's the plan? Wherever you are, start today to get a plan together. And again, if you're 55 and older, we can do that for you. Complimentary through June 30th. And only one, if you're married, only one of you has to be 55 and older or older. You can call 501-653-7355 now. You can do it right now if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube. 501-653-7355 to begin painting your retirement picture and putting it on paper on purpose. Back in a moment. Your retirement should be more. More what? More than just investments. More about you. Find out more when the Get Ready for the Future show returns. Do you have a burning question? Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question to get a response on the air from the Gen Wealth team. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. We certainly do welcome your questions via email. That's a little more for the radio side, which you may be hearing this today on a radio station across Arkansas or on every Saturday morning. But we're live streaming right now, so there's an opportunity to get right to us and be more immediate with your questions. You can comment if you're watching on Facebook Live. We encourage that. Uh, We will potentially uh, be able to answer your question on the air, but you need to do it pretty soon because this is our final segment of the Get Ready for the Future show, talking about perspective in times of uncertainty and painting your retirement picture. Now, I do want to address uh, one area that we haven't talked about, and we do recognize that when you have to still make savings and investment decisions for your future, it does get way more difficult if you have been potentially furloughed during this pandemic or maybe even out of a job entirely. I mentioned earlier that I got my haircut today and and, uh, salons have been allowed in Arkansas to be open now for about a week. And I did actually talk to uh, my stylist today I don't like saying the lady who cuts my hair. I don't style. Does this look styled to you? The lady who I'm cuts leaving my- that alone. I'm just leaving that totally alone. I don't have time. Anyway. I just don't have time. So I asked her, you know, because she's been out of work for some time, and, and I asked her how she was doing, and she said, I, I thought it was remarkable what she said. She said, I haven't even had to touch my emergency savings. And I was like, really? I would, I would have assumed that if you had it, yeah. you were dipping in it if you were at home for six weeks. And she was. She was closed for six weeks. She was closed at the end of March and had already paid her lease payment for April before she walked away and had already paid her rent for her home for April before she was walked away. So before she walked away, so she had been shut down since late March, but her April payments had already pretty much been made, and now she's back open again in May. That's awesome. Yeah. I I want everybody to kind of step back from this for a second because sometimes when you are dealing with – uh, decision-making processes, you can get into what I call the fog of war. You know, yeah. there, there's just so much going on and it clouds your judgment and everything. And I thought it was really very simple uh, what George W. Bush said during the last financial crisis. And he said, okay, uh, they came to me and they said, if you don't do this, there's going to be a depression. If you do this, there's not going to be a depression. So I did this. Mm-hmm. It, real yeah. simple, real yeah. easy. And, and I think that, that sometimes we get in this fog of war and we don't really think clearly. So when you think about having a plan versus not having a plan, if you are laid off or furloughed, 
and you have a plan, you're going to feel better. You're going to, to actually navigate through that better than you will if you don't have a plan. And, and maybe, you know, you, you, you're sitting there and you're going, I'm not going to get laid off. Everything's good at my job and everything. There is coming a time when you're going to need and want to have that plan in place. And it is going to feel like a nice warm blanket around you because you have already thought about what's coming down the pike. Janet, I was counseling with somebody earlier today about something totally off this subject, but I told them you need to have a plan when this might happen. Yeah, what before you, it happens. Before it yeah. happens, what you're going to do, what steps you're going to take if, in fact, that comes to fruition. Don't make a decision in the heat of the moment. It had nothing to do with yeah. finances. It had totally something to do with their own personal life. But I told them they had to be thinking about the future before the future got there. I, I remember you and I both uh, were, we were there together when George W. Bush was sharing that that story with yes. quite a few advisors. And, and I will never forget it because he has a gift at making fun of himself. You know, he'll do that very comfortably. And he goes, I'm not a smart guy, not the smartest guy in the room. I knew that. And they told me depression. If you don't do it, no depression. If you do it, even I can figure that one out. You know, and he just, he made fun of himself and it was a very lighthearted deal. But, but if you think about this was a, big massive decision he was making at the time it was at the time yes it looks but, minor now but but yeah. when but when you boiled it down it really was that simple do it don't do it here are the consequences this is what it looks like and mm. and it was a simple decision having a plan is equally simple you know if if you go into a crisis and there will be another one whatever the new label is going to be after we get through the coronavirus one there will be another financial crisis another financial tightening whatever you know fits at that point that's going to happen are you going to go into it with a plan or without a plan your call we talk about the plan a lot and for people who are listening who don't really know what is inside of that plan i think we should use yeah. the rest of our time to kind of talk about what they should be maybe starting to focus on when it comes to and we've we've hinted at that already a little bit it's about your income it is not yeah. about your asset level the asset level is vitally important the investment strategy vitally important but the first thing we have to solve for is your income because you're going to be walking into life without a paycheck so to truly be financially independent we've got to gather up your guaranteed income sources right. and figure out if that's going to be enough to pay your basic expenses to buy your dignity as we like to say in retirement yeah i think it's really it can be defined this way scott i think that having a plan is the how you come with the what you already know the what you already know this is what i want to do this is what I want my life to look like. These are the experiences that I want to have. This is the lifestyle that I want to live. You come with the, with the what. We then put together the how. That we make that happen very clearly on paper, on purpose. And by the way, some of the things that we do, you get to actually interact with. And, and you get to look at different scenarios. And well, what if I did it this way? Well, what if I did it this way? We were talking with some clients yesterday, and he was like, well, what if I waited to age 70 to take my Social Security? And I said, well, you could do that. And I walked through the details of how, what the benefits of that right. were. But I said, but here's the problem that you've got. You've got to fill that hole. Yeah. Because we have accounted for that Social Security, albeit a lesser number at age 66, we've accounted for that Social Security to be part of your overall retirement income. If you put it off four years, you got to replace it with something in there yeah. for four years. And so we talked about the alternatives of that. But again, there's a lot of toggles that you can pull and ask the what if questions, and then we can provide the how. Guys, we've really focused in talking about what's inside a plan. We've really focused on that age group that is more at the precipice of retirement. But frankly, we would say you need a plan regardless of your stage of life. Because oh, wow. yeah. yeah, if you're if you're in your 20s 
And I just talked to somebody very recently uh, who knew me from years ago. I volunteered to teach a financial class at my kid's school. And this guy is is early in his 20s and he's married. And, and you know, th- that's a completely different situation. And they've got a baby on the way. This is a completely different situation than what it would be for, you know, those who are at the precipice of retirement. But the point is that your plan is personalized for you and for what yeah. you need to be focused on right now. So maybe it is, in their case, maybe it is getting into a home. Maybe it is focusing on kids' college education. Maybe it's paying off student loans. Whatever the situation may be for your current needs, the point is it's your plan personalized for your needs, and it and it helps you determine what your retirement picture is ultimately going to look like. And it and, may still even be financial independence. I think we've yeah. seen a lot of, uh, I was oh, talking yeah. with Mark the other day, a lot of the folks he's seeing coming in in their 20s and 30s, they're that fire laser movement. beam focused yeah. on yeah. when am I going to be financially independent? I do think that there's going to be a lot of shifts on that slider, right? I mean, things sure. are going to happen if they don't have kids yet and they sure. do have kids later, but that's what planning is. It is a, a living, breathing document. It is not going to be set in stone and not be flexible. Yeah. You know, you're really just hoping if you don't have a plan, a, a, a dream without a plan is simply a hope. And that's all it is. And and you can hope yourself right into the poorhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that I sprout wings and can be able to fly as opposed to get on an airplane. But that's probably don't, don't not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not counting on that at all. So you can you can look at this and say, all right, I can plan and I can have some degree of certainty about where I'm going and what I'm doing. And I can have sort of a compass that keeps me on track when things go haywire, when we have the next virus attack or we have the next crisis that that happens in our society, you've got to have a plan to be ready. You ever notice he's the one talking when the bell rings usually? <laughs> I think Casey's just trying Casey to cut Casey likes me off. to cut you off. I think that's what it is. Time for our final thoughts as we move into the final couple of minutes of today's show. And you know, Janet brought up, even if you're not on the precipice of retirement, it's still worth sitting down and building a plan. We mentioned our financial planning fees being waived through June 30th for those 55 and older. But I will point out, too, if you're under 55, if you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s and you don't have a plan, it still costs you nothing to sit down and have that first appointment with a Gen Wealth advisor and just see if it makes sense to move forward from that point. But come in anyway and at least Spend the time brainstorming, painting your retirement picture. It'll be beneficial just to have that singular appointment. And if you're 55 and older, take advantage of those financial planning fees being waived through June 30th. Call 501-653-7355. Your final thoughts. It's easy. It's really easy. You bring the what, what your retirement needs to look like, what your life needs to look like, the dreams, the goals that you have, We'll put together the how, and then we'll work together to help get you there. That's how easy this planning process is. Sometimes we complicate things. Just be George W. You can do it or you can not do it in <laughs> That's right. depression or no depression. It's simple. Hey, I just want to give a, a shout out of encouragement for you to share this with your friends who are maybe at the precipice of retirement um, and let them make their decision about whether or not it's time for them to get their plan and get ready for retirement. Just uh, Facebook, uh, you can find us there. Look for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors and they can go back and watch however many shows they want to watch. There's somebody willing to take your call right now, 501-653-7355. Perspective in the face of uncertainty. It is very helpful whether you're talking about the murder hornet or you're talking about your (laughs) retirement plan. There you go. Yeah. We are so glad you're with us today on the Get Ready for the Future show, and we hope you'll join us again next Wednesday morning at 1130. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501-653-7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. 